Thanks a lot. It's part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal comes down on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs are here with me, fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bride, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? We kicked some bookie ass yesterday, huh? For <laughs> Monday Moneymakers, extrapoints.com, where you guys get all, you list all your free picks every single day. You went 3-0, and and then... On against the lot, well, we picked. Technically, te- sorry to interrupt. Four no. Technically, four no. I gave a bonus pick with my picks yesterday. <clears throat> wow! And that hit too. Beautiful. Yeah, that hit too. But it didn't and- end there because then we went on oh. against all odds. We previewed two games: Texas Tech, Kansas, which I think is oh. still going on. I'm not oh. sure. And Utah Phoenix and the pros. Me, brother Bry, Parley Kid, six and zero, oh, and Harry went zero oh and two. <laughs> Harry, Harry what did you have? Totals, man. I went under and, you know, I should have went over. It's what happens when you go under. It's terrible. We've been telling you this. <laughs> I don't know what we've been telling you. We're going to give you three more games tonight. The two TNT games, Brooklyn Lakers, uh, Warriors, Mavs, and then Arizona UCL is a fun one out here in Westwood. Um, Harry sent me a text yesterday, you know, FanDuel, you get all your sports gambling action in on FanDuel.com slash against all odds. Harry now. Legal in Arizona for months now, but he just got the account going. Uh, bragging <laughs> about the same game parley. I don't even know if I should read the the text back or not, but you you were killing it. You're slamming that same game parlays. You're basically the gist of it is like this is all you need to do. Everyone should win. Mm. The way to go is this alternative player props and leave everything else alone. And I was like, Harry, you got, they got you right where they want you. What are you talking about? Are you <laughs> yeah, you're right, but you, they probably do. You're probably right. So <laughs> probably figured it out. Yeah. You, you, but you, you, you lay the, you lay the juice on okay. like six or seven mm-hmm. player props, but you lay the minus 800. And when you're playing, especially a team that's uh, defensively challenged against a very good offensive team, you're going to get, I'm like, again, like uh, yesterday it was for an example, Chris Paul, 10 points. Of course, he's going to get 10 points. You got to lay about 600. Right. But it's okay. You do six of those all together. And, <laughs> all all right. of a, and Devin, Devin Booker to get 20 points. He had 19 at halftime. Devin Booker to get four rebounds. He had it at halftime. It just, you got to lay the 800, 600, 700 Somebody, price, but it still works you. if you do Somebody's going to get hurt. It's going to cost Harry. Well, the funny thing, Bri, is this Harry for years and years has been trying to sneak this by bookies. Like Steph Curry over threes made. Steph Curry over three point attempts. Like, all right, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's stacking. You can't do that. But Fandle's like, wait a minute. We figured out how to make everybody happy, especially us. Yeah. Well, the same game parlays are fun. Parley kid, you, you yeah, do them too. Love them. Love yeah. them, Sal. Uh, they're, they're the best. Um, I'm looking at one right now. So there you go. Uh, as we speak. So right. uh, they don't, they don't stop. There's just, there's just so many. You and, and, and guys, like I thought, Brian, Sal, I, I said to Brian today, uh, FanDuel offers, you have it till tomorrow, uh, here in Arizona at least, up to $50. They match you on any same game parlay you want. Mm. Uh, Sacram- Sacramento's playing Boston tonight. Sacramento's one of the worst defensive teams. Just load it up on the Celtics players. This is load tomorrow? Okay. Tonight. And that tonight. Can't, oh, tonight. And that can't lose. All right. Wow. I, I, uh, I had you guys skip the sharp tank, but because I feel like we're giving out too many picks here and it's hard to keep track of everything. But Harry, if you want to throw that in the, at the end, uh, Feel free. Speaking of free, our free-to-play games at extrapoints.com slash arcade. I announced the winners 
from this past weekend. Yesterday, I'll do it again. The prop quiz was won by Jake Dumont, six right. The first touchdown mm-hmm. frenzy won by Dan King, turned 400 into 1390. Good job by you, Dan King. And the pick'em contest, Brother Bry loses out on a mm. tiebreaker. Almost had that gold hat for yourself, Brother Bry, but instead it belongs to Justice Dutterer. Bullshit. Seven, right? <laughs> You'll get one. You're going to get one. I'm trying mm, to figure was, out what contest was, we have to have. That um, was my chance. We're going to have one contest. What is the only question is going to be, what is Brother Bry's ATM pin number? And if you can't get the gold <laughs> hat from that, I don't know where we go. Hey, let's take a quick break and, uh, and we'll be right back to talk Super Bowl MVPs. All right, we're back against all odds on a Tuesday. Hey, FanDuel has a special, a Super Bowl MVP. You could pick the Super Bowl MVP. Now, as far as I know, I didn't oversleep, right? We still have two games before there's a Super Bowl. Right, Harry? How does this work? But you could still pick an MVP for the game that 106 of these players are not going to be involved in. I don't ask any questions. Whatever. Let's just do it. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. It's, it's, it's stupid. It's simple. It's basic. But you get the Chiefs for plus 120 now to win the Super Bowl, I right. believe. And you get Mahomes for plus 170. And, of course, yep. Tyreek Hill can win. And, of course, Travis Kelsey can win and some of these other guys. But it doesn't usually happen. Nine out of the last 12 Super Bowl MVP winners were quarterbacks, including Mahomes two years ago when they beat the 49ers. And I just see it like... Kelsey and Hill will split votes, right? McCole Hardman will split split votes if he has a big game. Uh, it's not going to happen with the quarterback. It's the easiest way to do it. Look to the quarterback. Now, I know you're not making a mint off of this at plus 170. You guys have a little more interesting um, ways around this. Harry, we'll start with you. Debo Samuel, huh? Yeah, H-Dog is on Debo at oh, 16 to 1. Look, out of the four teams left, guys, only team in, is San Francisco that wouldn't probably get the MVP from the quarterback position. Jimmy G, this postseason, zero touchdown passes, two picks. His last four playoff games, one touchdown, four picks. Uh, if if, it, mm. if Cincy gets in the uh, Super Bowl, Debo could beat them running and receiving Cincinnati 18th in total yards against and 26 versus the pass. Meanwhile, Kansas City, this could be a field day for Debo if it's the, if it's the Chiefs. Chiefs are 27th in total yards against and 20. Seventh versus the pass, 21st versus the rush. And all and like I said, Debo, 1,800 yards this season. He's had eight rushing touchdowns, six receiving touchdowns, led San Francisco, obviously, in touchdowns. And also, you never know in Super Bowl. So we love the prop of uh, will a third person throw the ball. He has a passing touchdown for 24 yards this mm. year, too. Capable of doing that, too. So if San Francisco can beat the Rams and get to the Super Bowl, beat San for the seventh, for the seventh time straight against L.A., Debo is your guy if it's San Francisco. All right. I don't hate that. I will say this. I remember um, when the 49ers had a 10-point lead over the Chiefs in the fourth quarter, no one really knew who the MVP, right? It wasn't like Jimmy G was All right. four. Mm. They were thinking it could have been Bosa's name was floated, mm-hmm. right? I'm trying yeah, to remember. Probably Bosa. Uh, it was probably Bosa, right? So, all right. So, that would have been a year. Yeah, where Kittle they didn't do anything that game. Right. All right. Uh, Parley kid, you kind of have to do this. You kind of have to. You've been talking about this for like two months. Got him with yeah, Cooper Cup. Yeah. Cooper Cup MVP here, Sal, 10 to 1 uh, for the Super Bowl. I think right now, again, uh, 
I'm guessing, right, because we've talked about this before, that the votes for the regular season were are all in. I'm yeah, guessing, I think so. Yep. MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think if they weren't, I think we would see people going over to Cup right now, uh, realizing that maybe taking uh, their vote away from Rodgers. But, you know, Rodgers obviously performed well in the regular season and didn't perform well mm-hmm. in the postseason. Uh, but Cup, I think people are <laughs> – that game uh, the other day, I think people really took notice – when you perform like that on a big stage, people know what he's capable to me. I'll mm-hmm. say, uh, you know, every time we I get a chance to that, he was the MVP of the league this year. And I do think his numbers every week are outstanding, especially if they're, uh, you know, if they get through San Fran and are playing either mm-hmm. Cincy or the Chiefs, there's a lot of holes there maybe on that defensive side, which we've seen um, from both teams in the, in the secondaries, which Cup, can greatly exploit. He could certainly have a 10 catch, 150 yard plus game with a touchdown at two uh, in that Super Bowl. MVP at 10 to one. Let's roll with Cooper Cup. Uh, Not I, bad. I love it. Uh, he's got, I think he, he would deservingly have to get that, I think. Well, here's what okay. I would do if you, now, if you think the Rams are going to win, they'd have to win to, for him to get it. I think put a little bit on Stafford at three to one, right. maybe. So you're not yes. Yes. pounding the pillow at night when uh when he goes for you know one ninety one and three touchdowns and two of them were for Cup and Cup had like a thirty yard reverse run and everything, but they still give it to Stafford, you know. Um, right. So yeah, maybe that's a way around it. Bry, I don't know what the hell you're doing here. I don't I mean, know. It's really bad. Uh, by the way, it went up since you uh, <laughs> Cam Akers got it at forty. Yeah, it's fifty well, to one. Well, I, you know, I was just looking. I wanted. I was looking for some good value here. So again, I think Mahomes. What you're looking at, I mean, you're getting like forty percent more, right? If you just bet Mahomes mm-hmm. versus the Chiefs, which probably makes sense because yeah. the thing is, if the Chiefs next at the, during the Super Bowl if they win this week, if they're like minus one eighty or minus one sixty. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like usually around the Super Bowl time, like those MVP odds like match the game odds. So like if it's minus 160 Chiefs, like Mahomes probably like minus 150. So you probably right. you're probably getting uh much better value to take that now. So I I do like that. So when I was looking at teams that I thought offered the most value, I thought the Rams actually have the most amount of guys, right, that could really have dominant performances. Mm-hmm. So you could go Donald. I think he was like 23 to 1. You could even go like a guy like Beckham if you wanted to. But I was just looking at Akers, and I know a running back hasn't gotten it um, yeah. in like 24 yep. years or whatever it is. Since it's like insanity. Terrell, Terrell yep. Davis, which is nuts. Um, but I don't know. It, I, I know Akers really almost gave the Bucks that game, but McVay stuck with them because, you know, between his explosiveness and ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, I think it's going to keep him in there. And I think if the Rams do play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I, I could see McVay just being like, we got to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. We're going to play as much ball control as we can, even though we have an explosive offense. All right. and, the, yeah. and the Chiefs struggled. The Chiefs were still one of the worst teams against the run this season. They gave up 4.8 yards per carry. I know that got a little bit better, but they still gave up a good amount of yards, whether it's the quarterback or not. So, you know, a, a guy like Akers, I could see there's, you know, sneaking in, getting over 100 yards and like two touchdowns in that game and potentially getting it. So, if you're looking at 46 or 50 to one odds, I, I, I kind of like it. You know, the only thing is Sony Michelle can be trusted in the big game, right? He's been there right. before, so he might get three or four or five more carries no, he could, than he, yeah. he yeah. normally would. Three years ah. ago, Michelle was the only one who scored the touchdown. That's the one, right? Yeah. The, uh, I don't know, Bri. Uh, to me, the only way Cam Akers would have won MVP of the Super Bowl is if the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. 
<laughs> like he's the reason. Well, yeah, no, I know. It's it's a crazy, it's a crazy well, I, I story. Kinda, I kind of like your Acres column. He's going to stick with him. I kind of like it. it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's only basing this off current statistics. I mean, like yeah, I said, yeah. I'll probably end up buying, I'll probably end up putting a ton of money on Mahomes anyway for this. But right, right. Um, to give, you know, to give somebody out over 40 to one when looking across the board, he was the one that kind of stuck out. And again, Odell, 60 to one. I mean, could he have yeah, three touchdowns? Those are game? big numbers. A reverse? Potentially. Potentially. All right. Listen, do it all yep. on fanduel.com slash against all odds. Everyone can get in on the action with a risk free bet on FanDuel Sportsbook. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel, already have an account. All customers get up to $10 back if your same game parlay doesn't win. Harry says that's impossible. He says there's no way to lose the same game parlay. <laughs> Look, uh, it, it feels good when you win with nine minutes left in the third quarter. <laughs> It really does. And how does it feel when you, well, I don't know. Listen, we're tr- encouraging people to bet same game parlays. They do They do have big payouts. Some combined bets on the money line, point spread, player stats, so much more. They're fun. Uh, passing, receiving, rushing yards, first and anytime touchdown scores, points, totals, half winners. We'll do it all for you later in the week. We'll pick one for the market leader. America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel. Fast payouts in as little as two hours. And if you already have an account, just place your risk-free same-game parlay on either conference championship game to qualify. Plus, if it's your first time betting with FanDuel, you can enjoy 30-to-1 odds on any team in the conference championship to win after using promo code against the odds. Turn a $5 bet into $150. Promo code against all odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Yeah, the way to do it, I think, at these same-game parlays. <clears throat> well, although you could bet unders too, but I think the smartest way, I, I seem to be the only one who lost a same game parlay on that Chiefs-Bills game betting overs, but I had over an adjusted total. I had the Chiefs to win. I had Kelsey to score a touchdown, a miracle at the end. And then what did I have? Over Pringle yards? Like So yeah. that's how I lost. But yes, you could you could stack it. It's nice at the end of the day, a pretty payout. Okay. Fanduel.com. Slash against all odds. All right, let's get into three games tonight. Hardwood. We have Lakers two and a half, two twenty-seven and a half at Brooklyn. Has that changed? I actually haven't looked in an hour. I think it's two and a half, two twenty-seven. Yes, two and a half, two twenty-seven. Back to two twenty-seven at Brooklyn. Lakers just can't put that streak together. They beat Utah. They lose to Indiana. They beat Orlando. They lose to Miami. Nets obviously haven't been great without Durant. They lost three of their last six. Uh, Anthony Davis has been out since December 17th. Probable, Bry. We love our AD. He's going to take the tip and then crumble to the hardwood probably <laughs> immediately. I think that's what they mean by probable. Um, no Kyrie because this is a home game. This is uh, so hard to follow with the Nets, right? Obviously no Durant. Now no so Kyrie because it's a home game. And the Nets have been struggling a little. They allowed 115 a game over the last three. Tough to get in a rhythm without Durant and this every other alternating Irvin uh, presence, you know. LeBron, 33 last game versus Miami. Westbrook had almost a triple-double. I don't know. I think they get up for this game. They go on a little run against Brooklyn, who's 1-7 against the number in the last eight at home. Also 2-6 and six against the spread in the last eight against Western Conference opponents. Lakers, 120. Brooklyn Nets. 112. Harry, do you like that number? That puts it over. 120, I'll take that, Sal, because I'm going to take it over here. Uh, I'm going to uh, bad bad luck with the uh, unders yesterday. I'm going to take mm-hmm. the over in this game, 226 or 227. It's also my extra points video uh, pick of the day as oh. well, which I'm 7-2 and two in my last nine, if you don't include soccer. I'm 7-2 and two in my last nine. Got included. Include soccer. 
But uh, but <laughs> if you don't include soccer, <laughs> do you include it when you win? I have a feeling you do. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Nets on Sunday gave up 136 to the T Wolves. Uh, Minnesota yep. scored 30 or more in every single quarter on Christmas Day. Brooklyn beat LeBron and the Lakers 122, 115. That was 237 that day. And since Christmas, the Nets have played 16 games. Their games have averaged 234 points a game. L.A. is third worst defensively in the Western Conference, only to Sacramento and Houston. And obviously, what a difference a year makes when the Lakers were the best team defensively in the Western Conference a season ago. Give me over 226 in the Nets-Lakers tonight. All right, babyface Joel Salmon. What were you saying? People were complaining or making fun of Harry with his picks from his couch. What? what yeah, what it looked like he got uh, went back in time to the seventies. It's some sort of couch, but he's he's saying it's his lucky couch. I I, I don't know. <laughs> what, listen, one and zero on the couch. Put up. You take the Minnesota Wild. They put up eight goals. I'm going to stay on the couch until I lose. By the way, it made me think of uh, your lucky couch in the 70s. It made me think of your house there on Tallman Street in Oswego. I should give the full address, but I won't. Uh, and your brother's bed <laughs> that he slept on. Can you explain this? To, now, we introduced uh, most of America I'd rather to you brother. do it. I can't even really. I know it was like a flattened. It was really like it maybe started off as a bed one day, and then it just became like a, a tortilla. It was or just <laughs> yeah, really, and, the, and there was weight on it, it. Just layers of dirt on there, and uh, I don't know. If, and he wasn't even working at the uh, onion farm at that oh, point, right? But, of course, uh, oh my gosh. yeah, but That's I don't know. It, it was it was something. I tried not to go in there for no, but for I know. Whatever. But the, the, just the way the, the shape of it, more of course, it was filthy. Of course, bring wow. us bad memories. That, bad memories. I mean, it was like a towel at, by the end of it. It was really, really flattened. Uh, all right. The sheets were ripped. The sheets were ripped to shreds. There My mother go. didn't care. I don't. <laughs> the late uh, one day we'll tell. Speaking of towels, we'll tell the towel story. When you oh yeah, you got one, it. One no. day we'll, do that. we'll yeah, say no. That. You know what? We'll have Scott on there. We'll, yeah, no. Scott's got to be on to tell. Oh, that. Scott would have to be on, but yeah, still. No. Yeah, I'd be off for that towel story, but, but there's probably one so real story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We really, I mean, that's ongoing. People deserve, people deserve to know that one. That's like a Super Bowl <laughs> commercial, you know? Like that should just be like we should. That should be like animated oh, into Super fresh, Bowl. Fresh, nice towel, fresh and clean. Yeah. No, we're not. We're moved. We've moved on from that. All right. Anyway, uh, Golden <laughs> State three. This is a nightcap. The later uh, TNT game. Golden State Warriors three and a half point favorite. Two ten and a half. That's dropped versus Dallas. Uh, this Warriors team, Parley kid. I don't know. It's a weird January for them for sure. <laughs> and I'm staying away from the line, and I'm staying away from the total, and I'm going uh, Porzingis over eighteen and a half. Now he averages twenty. Has not gone over this number in the last four. Um, yeah. You know, five games when he returned, he went over that number. And then four, the last four, he's gone under. Although he had, did have two 18s in that stretch of four unders. But he's shooting more. He's taking more threes. He had seven last game, four the one before. I think he's going to hit this. I was, By the way, I was looking at the ESPN splits. This is his first game ever against the Warriors. Can you confirm that, babyface? He's never played the Warriors before. How could that be? He was just out again yeah. with the Knicks. and like Heard a lot, I guess. All the yeah. injuries, but to never. I mean, it's been how many years in the league now? Weird. Um, That's very strange. Averages 22 on the road. You know, a couple games back from COVID protocol. I think this is where he, like, steps up, ends the game with 25 points. Give me Porzingis over 18 and a half. Parley kid, you're not touching the line either. You're going with the total. I think Bry has this on extra points, right? Yep. Yeah, it's my EP pick. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. You know, Sal, I'm not um, 
I'm not a total guy. I don't like going totals mm. uh, for the most part, but I think it just adds up in this game. You're taking. Uh, yeah, two you're of the not top the total kid. Team. The total kid would be a good nickname too. You're the parlay <laughs> kid. <laughs> total kid would be nice. Yeah. Exactly right, right. So, you know, so the um, top two defensive teams in a uh, top one and three, right, in terms of points per game mm-hmm. given up. Golden State's one. Dallas is three. They both give up. I think it's uh, about 101 and 102 points per game, respectively. Mm-hmm. Okay, you add that up, it's well under this total. We know that Dallas plays the slowest pace uh, in the league. I think Harry mentioned that uh, a week or two ago about the pace they play. Now, I know this game is on the Warriors' home court. That being said, I still think that Dallas can dictate the pace of play, especially with Luka running the show. Uh They can dictate, run the clock down. And the bottom line, too, is uh, about three weeks ago, these two teams played 99-82 final, well under the number, basically about – 30 points under the total number yeah. and, and golden state has not been lighting it up anyway in this month. They've really been struggling to score points. They've had a couple games against the weaker defensive teams in this month where they've been okay. But when they play a good defensive team, they've really struggled to score. I don't know what it, what it is, but it really came down. I think about two or three weeks ago, I had curry over points or something or over threes. Yeah. And he went like one for 14 or something like that. He just hasn't been shooting lights out like he normally does uh, for whatever reason. Mid-season, his legs are tired. Who knows? But this game is, to me, is destined to go under. And I don't really like to play the under, but uh, two ten and a half right now just seems a little high for two teams that aren't scoring and two teams that, uh, you know, Dallas especially, that controls the pace of the game. Like it, D. Yeah, we – I I don't think we talked about this, but I think – didn't I give that – yeah, Brian, we, we, it was on this podcast. It was the, who were the Warriors playing Detroit? And I took the adjusted minus 24 and a half. And Whoa, right. Oh, there yeah. you go. And so what's the ideal lead you want? Like you could say, yeah, like a 50 point lead at half, but you know, it's almost better to have a 12 point lead at half versus a 25 point lead at half. Right. If yeah. you, yeah, it's like, cause they, they sat oh, everyone. And Bri- they, I mean, that's they barely they barely covered, Brian. They covered barely covered the regular spread, which yeah. is 14 or something. Yeah, 14. Have they, uh, yeah, they won by 15. Tough. I know that's weird. I always think of that too, Sal. I'm like, when you start betting those really, like, because I used to like to bet the to win yeah. by 22 or more. They used to give out some really good odds for that. But right. um, it's the same thing. Like, at what point in time do you want that big lead? If you get, if it's going to be early, it's got to be just like two, like huge. It's got to be in the 30s. Yeah, it's or almost if you're up 18 with two minutes left in the half, you're like, ah, oh, just, just keep it here. I don't want this going to 25. Right, right, right. To, to the half. Uh, it's, it's really yeah. the, no, it's tortures right. your uh, your psyche for sure. All right, college basketball, the big game tonight. Fun one in uh, Pauley Pavilion here. Number three versus number seven, Arizona. This line's been going back and forth between three and two and a half. As I look at it now, it's two and a half, which is good for me. 150 is the over under. Um, this Wildcats, their closest game was a 16 point win versus Washington. Their toughest, according to Ken Palm opponent was Colorado and they won by over 20 <laughs> UCLA was off three weeks due to COVID. They have not looked very sharp coming back. They of course returned their starting five from that great team last year that almost beat Gonzaga, but they're not getting consistency out of these guys, especially Tiger Campbell. Um, and I don't think they're going to be ready for this up-tempo offense. Uh, Tabellus is out due to an ankle injury, but you saw how deep they are. They dropped 96 on Cal. 
Uh, Omar Ballo had, I think, a double-double, right? They're kind of unstoppable, and I'm looking at this short number. I like Arizona until they give me a reason not to. They've covered all four yeah. road games. Make it five. This Tommy Lloyd replaced Sean Miller. I know you love Sean Miller, Pauly Kid, but Tommy Lloyd talked about for Coach of the Year. Wildcats, 80 to 71. Oh, bright. It's just over the 150 there. 87. Oh, wow. You just did it. I Bastard. didn't even think about just, it. Just went over. <laughs> yeah. So I like the over here, the 150. Um, I guess the question is, am I going to be staying up for this game? It's an 11 p.m. Yeah, Eastern game. I guess I, I guess I will be. I kind of like Arizona, too. And this, like you said, for the COVID reasons they've been talking about. But Arizona second in the country to Gonzaga, averaging 89 points per game. Mm. They play. I mean, they're super fast pace that they play at. They're sixth in the country in possessions. And they're also shooting 50% from the floor, which is tied for third in the country. So, And then the thing is with UCLA, if you look at them recently, they've had some lower scoring games. But when they're healthy, they can definitely score as well as anyone. And we, we saw mm-hmm. that in the tournament last year, right? They, they right. had some of those big, sco- high-scoring games, you know, that game with Gonzaga. And they also had one or two other high-scoring games. So I think this is going to be a fast, fast-paced, high-scoring game. Should be a fun one to watch. So yeah. over 150. For sure. Last night we had Brian. You'll be up till two thirty in the morning because this will yes, go three definitely. three overtimes. Definitely. Just like uh, last night, we struggled through that Kansas Texas Tech game. Brian, you <laughs> and I were getting six and a half or seven, seven and a half, seven and a half. So we were getting seven and a half. Uh, Kansas was winning the whole game pretty much. Parley Kid has Kansas to win by one between one and ten. He's getting plus <laughs> money on that. Harry's out. He had he had Texas Tech. Under 70 and a half. That was out. Can't blame the overtimes for that. 65. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. God. Yeah, that's right. It was like 70 when I when I texted you. Um, but it was looking really good for us. And then it wasn't looking good for Parlay Kid because te- Texas Tech had. Did they have a five point lead in both overtimes? I feel like they did. At least a four. I think so. Lead. Yeah. No, they yeah. did. Right. Wasn't it five in the second overtime? That was so? a fun game. Yeah, it was a fun game. What a, what, what a game. What a game that was. For, uh, that, that place was rocking. Yeah. And, uh, some big shots were made. I mean, they were down, like you said, down five. And, uh, Fun January guy, game. The guy was struggling to make uh, free throws, but he was knocking down threes. Yeah. Yeah, um, we got it. So kid Paul, from, like kid um, cash Kansas. Yeah. With, uh, huge, huge. Crazy shots there. Hey, I'm seeing now um, Sean Payton has decided to step away. Is it, who's saying this? Ian Rappaport? Is that yep. what it was? What is that? Is this semantics? The step away mean uh, quit? Step away, step away from the table. I, I step away so. all the time. You don't think so, Harry? What does it mean? I think I think just get away from New Orleans. But if a better job comes up, he'll be there to take it in a heartbeat. Paulie kid, we've been screaming about this. I mean, they're, well, they're you just know, not going to do it. Uh, they're not going to do it. The he's not that great. Down. Well, uh, I would, I, I would take. We Look, don't need someone that great. That's the thing. We just Cowboys don't it, need someone that great. <laughs> is it possible? There you go. Yeah. Is it possible, Sal? Like if Kellen Moore left, like a Peyton would be willing to come in to run the offense for for Dallas. I would love oh, to man. see something like that. No way. What? I don't I'm know. I'm just throwing it out there. Dan Quinn yeah, came back no as a D coordinator. Well, well, but he left on his uh, he, he stepped down. Yeah, yeah. Knowing, knowing that McC- he. Uh, that, look, McCarthy would be a lame duck coach then, pretty mm. much too. I guess the good the good yeah. news is this is setting up for a Kevin James sequel movie, uh, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My God, you're right. It just doesn't uh, end yeah, with Kevin is, James. Yeah. Yeah. We well we 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 know that Peyton and uh, Jerry Jones are buddies, so I I don't know I don't know what would happen there. Um, yeah. 
I, I would love him, but I, how's McCarthy's not going to get fired. At this yeah, point, yeah, yeah. So. I know. I, I, if this were next year and we're coming off uh, 10 and 7 in the first round playoff loss, then. Well, that's then we why maybe Peyton also, takes also doesn't mean steps away for a year. Yeah, yeah right. You know, doesn't mean he just doesn't get he steps right there and steps away for a year, gets a great, uh, easy TV job for a season and then uh, at some network and then. Uh, Steps into Dallas next year after Dallas doesn't win these. Uh, he could sit on Drew Brees' lap. How great would that be? Right? He doesn't call in the NBC game. Well, he owes me. He poured uh, Gatorade over my head. Sean Payton did. So come back. <laughs> hey, right. well, how did I miss this, baby face? He, uh, Porzingis played the Warriors eight times. I, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm telling you, that makes sense to do that. But uh, <laughs> I, I swear to God, on ESPN, there was nothing. Uh, boy, they made me look stupid every time. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Let's take a ride on the uh, Riverboat Casino. We know the captain very well. The parlay kid gets seasick, so do I. But we have to do yes. this from time to time because this captain, he has these fun props for us to play as they relate to sports and pop culture. And this time the captain asked us, bet on this, fellas, which team would be funniest, funniest for Tom Brady to win a championship with next year. This was inspired by our friend, uh, Sarah Tiana, who had, I think she tweeted last night, I'll laugh my ass off when Brady wins a Super Bowl with the Packers next year. It would be pretty funny. Packers at minus 350 in first place there on the leaderboard. 49ers 3-1 to one odds. Jets 20-1 to one odds. Tampa Bay Bandits 1,000-1 to one odds. Oh, our friend Todd Haley's team from Tampa Bay to Tampa Bay. Or the field at plus 250. Harry, what are you going for? Right now, Brady to win a championship with next year. Who's the funniest? I kind of thought the Jets would be in, in, interesting, but I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go a different route here. I'm gonna take the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. I called TB to TB. How about TB to the Big Apple? New GM, new head coach. <laughs> players would embrace the opportunity, especially Saquon being able to play with him. The irony of Brady playing in New York in a crappy division that could be won by any of the four teams. Giants fans just want a winner. Who cares if it's Brady? We just want a winning team. Finally. Right, Eddie? <laughs> Bring Eddie in there. All right. I mean, I yeah, want nothing, nothing to do with that. If he goes to Green Bay, he can't handle the winter. He can't handle the cold. It's yeah, not that, that, but it's not it's New York, to be the but it's still not that yeah. type of weather. I think you misunderstood the question. It was, well, which team would be the funniest? Not which of your five favorite teams do you want Tom Brady to play on next year? <laughs> uh, I'm just right. saying it would be funny as well if he went to New York. All the the the, the, the New England stuff, um, being in there forever and losing to the Giants twice, coming to New York and, win, and winning with the Giants. All right. All right. A little bit of a stretch. Uh, Harry doesn't stretch much, but I think that's a stretch. All right, Parley Kid, what do you think? Funniest for Brady. Today. Funniest for Brady to go to. Funniest. Well, you know, Sal, you know, I, I remember dreaming of this a few years back, maybe with uh with Brady coming to the Cowboys at one point. Um, it makes me it just makes me wonder, would I rather have Brady for like two years or Dak for like six? Hmm. I think I'd still stick with Dak at this point, right? There's no doubt. All right. Uh that being said, I think funniest for me. This might not be funny for anybody else, but I think in between me, you and Brian. I would love to see Brady go to the Browns, uh, but, but you know why, Sal? You know why? Because we have a guy that hates the Browns so much. Hates them. I mean, absolutely despises every part of their organization. Yeah. Right. So I would love to see Brady go there, mm-hmm. and I would root. I would root so bad. I would root so much for that. Uh, team. That'd be great. And wouldn't that be a nice situation for Brady too? Like, that's a team that's. 
got some good pieces there. Mm-hmm. Brady would thrive in Cleveland. He would thrive. And it would just be what a shot in the arm for the people of Cleveland, too, right? To have Brady uh, come there, too. So I don't know if that's funny. So in our inner circle here, yes, it would that be would funny. probably be the funniest uh, thing. Can you imagine they show Giselle and the owner box, like <laughs> yucking it up, having fun? Our, our friend would be ripping his hair out for sure. That would be terrific. All right, Brian, that's, that's tough to top. Humor wise, uh, but what well, do you like? Oh, we can expect the text later. He's gonna love that one. Um, <laughs> he's gonna love it when we put it on a breakout video too. He's gonna love it even more with his face, his smiling face right there. No boo. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, to me again, I mean, to me, this is super easy. I'm not going out on your your favorite here with Green Bay. I, you know, I don't have as much of a problem with Rodgers as everyone, but uh, mm. it would be so funny if he bitched about the talent here again after yeah. the season, and then Brady just came in and won with the guys he he has because we've talked about they have just. I mean, they have some pretty good talent on the offensive side of the ball for the most mm-hmm. part. And, and Brady, you know, Brady would do just as well right now, right? He would lead them to at least the same spot that the Packers are uh, right now. But uh, yeah, that, to me, that would be the funniest. I was thinking about Miami would kind of be like a funny, realistic scenario too, considering the Pats can never beat Miami even mm-hmm. without Brady. That would be a fun a fun one as well. But yeah, the Packers to me is, is the best. That would be funny. I think uh, Bishop Sycamore would be good, right? <laughs> he leads that team to the promised land. Why the hell not? What a story that would be. Uh, but the Jets, it's right there, 20 to 1. I usually go off the board, take the field. But Jets, J-E-T-S, screwing Belichick over the most, right, in the division. If Brady beat Belichick twice, I mean, that, that'd be great to see him beat him twice in a season and maybe in the playoffs too. Three times Brady beats Belichick in one season. You're not going to get a better situation than that. That's uh, that's funny. That's how you answer that question, Harry. <laughs> but uh, all right, thank you, Harry. The captain would like to speak with you. He doesn't. Think the Giants right. isn't so far off from the Jets. Sorry. Hey, you know, uh, well, because they're in the same division, though. That's they're going to play. The Giants. But how about, the, how about the, the two Super Bowls? The Giants have beat uh, Brady, and they get to the Giants. Yeah, and then I got it. Brady, if, and then if, beat. if he beat, if they met up again in the Super Bowl, that's that's asking a lot. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at the free agent receivers for this year because that's kind of what it is with this guy, right? With, with Rogers too. Like, yeah, sign me, yep. but also bring, so Godwin's a free agent again. Uh, so, you know, some of these are, well, mm. actually they're all unrestricted free agents. Allen Robinson, Godwin, Adams, Fuller, Crowder, Hilton, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Emmanuel Sanders. A lot of these guys are older guys. I mean, it would make sense. And then Allen Robinson ever get a real quarterback? Yeah. Mike Williams. Zay Jones, I don't know. AJ mm. Green. Does anything mm. anybody uh interest you there? I mean, I guess Brady did it with similar guys, right? In Tampa. No, well, think, he could just bring Adams with him wherever right. he wants to go. That yeah, would be yeah, it. I, yeah. I think what we see normally for with the receivers when they move, there's usually a trade involved with the receiver. Right. You know? Like that's I true. I think that's the one one spot where we see where free agents sign. Um, but yeah, I uh or get traded to people get traded to. I I don't know. I, I that's that that list was not very inspiring. I know. So, I mean, I just uh, picked it off the internet, so maybe I'm missing. So oh, Ray Ray McLeod, babyface. Oh, that imagine that combination. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Gallup Gallup's a free agent, right? Did you say Gallup for the Cowboys? Why is he not on? He's here, a free it? agent, yeah. right? I think he's a free agent, but he's coming off an ACL. Oh, he is now. on there. Yeah. Wow, he's way down. He would be. Oh, you know he what? would probably be. So, so this is listed by salary, I guess, current salary. And he's okay. like 30th so on that list. Probably yeah. want to look at the lowest salaries. It might be the yeah, upper yeah, more yeah. the guys on their lower tier contracts. 
Uh, Gallup would be, he'll be, if he didn't hurt, tear, uh, hurt his ACL, uh-huh. I think he'd be the number one guy in the market, to be honest with you. Right. Lazard's on there and the lower guys, although he's restricted. Uh, Russell Gage. Yeah, there are some names. I mean, who knows who Brady likes here? Probably uh, Alex Guerrero has to decide. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Uh, well, we did it. That's uh, We got through all our stuff. You know, for a Tuesday, that's not bad. Oh, I want to go over this. Uh, first of all, uh, join our contest, extrapoints.com slash arcade, free to play. You know, everybody wins a gold hat except Brother Bry. Not too many of these. There's only like 60 in existence. And Brother Bry does not have one. Um, so I don't know if uh, maybe we can start a GoFundMe, but you got to kind of pick it to get it right. I do want to talk about this. Harry and Ken called me from their walk yesterday. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, Harry, we, we should discuss this. And, um, <laughs> well, I know you're going to say you tell the story. So I'll just tell, I'll no, just no, set no, it up. Ahead, ahead, no, I'm just going to set it up because I know where, you're, where you get lost typically. But uh, so Harry and his girlfriend are looking to move into a bigger house. And Ken says he has nothing to do with it, but I guarantee he has 100% to do with it. But also, Harry, that the, the story is he doesn't want to still live in the same house where the ex husband was or something but whatever <laughs> doesn't matter so anyway what she, idea- she has she has mentioned before okay that's because so she- that's because uh that's because he's still living in the house probably yeah he's still there with- <laughs> <laughs> so harry Duh wants to get the on day. they want to move to a bigger house whatever so you harry, you take it from here well, yeah so so we're looking at different places uh-huh. and also uh i haven't I haven't officially uh, proposed yet, but I plan on doing that um, probably in the next seven to ten days. All right, that is not that's that, that's not even but close to the interesting but, part of this story. But, well, what's what do you need? So you're looking for houses, but you need her information, right? I want to get to need the, her the need certain yesterday. information yeah. for the house, so she's going to give it to Ken because Ken's got his real estate agent person working on it, right? Right. Okay. So you ask who live, for the who information. Lives three houses, who lives three houses down from him now? Oh, who gives a shit? So he asked. Yeah. He asked you to get her get this information from her, right? Okay. And what yep. happens when you get this information? This is basically her assets, and to put a bid right. in well, on then, a house. Well, then she. Well, okay. then she uh, realizes that. Well, she because she had mentioned it before that uh, she's willing. She wants to do this, but she needs to be. She really wants to be married first. So she tells me. Um, so are you proposing to me? Uh-huh. And I said, well, ah, uh, and then she starts crying, <laughs> crying tears of joy that I'm asking her to marry me. Uh, but I really wasn't asking her, but now I'm sort of, but I did sort of ask her, but I really didn't do it. So now she's, it's the, the, the proposal got kind of got screwed up a bit. Yeah. The proposal was, I propose that you give me your assets proving how much you have in the bank. And we will use this as a date down payment towards our uh, fairly expensive house. That was the proposal. Yeah. Right? Was, you know, so, yeah. So, yeah. That, so Harry's so, like a free, so he's getting his name on this house parlay kid. And it's going to be worth like half a million dollars. And he doesn't put a, a dime down, of course. But ten dollars uh, on a Cincinnati uh, to win Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know what you said. Ten. I don't know you. Listen, hey, it work, all right. it'll all work out in the end. She loves me, and that's that's that that's that. <laughs> Babyface, jump in here. I mean, what the hell? What goes uh, on here? I, I mean, I, I think it sounds I'm like ha- a good deal, Babyface. I think I'm happy for Harry. Either that he's getting a house or getting engaged. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, 
I, I assume they're looking for houses uh, next to Cliff Kingsbury or or that house. Yeah, but. maybe they'll say hold off. They might sell that for cheap. Well, Harry, so uh, any, uh, Brian, I mean, uh, he's getting a house, and uh, so there's hmm. no backing out now. So you're kind of engaged. The the ring comes tomorrow. Yeah, but you're kind of she cried. You, she, you went through the hard part where she cries and wow. she's you know like oh this we're making taking the big step. I don't know. And now you're waiting seven to ten days once the ring comes in still. But Is I did want a COVID well, protocol. I, for <laughs> well, I did want it. I did want it to still be a secret because on Sunday I yeah. am heading. We are heading back to Hawaii. Right. Yeah. I wanted to be a secret, but in the meantime, tell me, give me all your assets. <laughs> I need everything. I told him. I said, "What a gentleman!" What a gentleman! All right, all right. Some so, people might be jealous in my situation, actually. <laughs> all right, I don't know where we oh go from this. So, I guess, congratulations, I guess, Harry. I don't know. We we don't know if you're engaged. Uh, well, uh, so this is probably going to we'll check in, in better next week. Yeah, you'll be in. How long are you going to be in Hawaii? I think fourteen days. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> and wait, and you're going this Sunday. Yeah, Mau- going to Maui. Wait, what yeah. time? When are you leaving? You're gonna miss the probably games? gonna miss half the games. <laughs> what? I don't care because I'm because uh, the Bills screwed me anyway. So hey, now I'm, he's I'm only I'm, got ten dollars. I'm, I'm bitter. I'm bitter about. I'm bitter about betting now because of all what happened with the Bills. So I don't mind so much. <laughs> Algerian soccer doesn't start until Monday morning. He'll be fine. He'll be First right. class and sleep beds. Yeah, you got to I don't know how this works out. Wow. Sleep beds on the plane, Brian. Yes. Whoa, I mean, that sounds fantastic. You need more sleep. All right. Big time with us again. We can't, big time we can't tell the uh, towel story. Uh, we, we, we'll need Harry. We'll need Scott for that. Maybe we'll do that. You know what? Maybe we'll do that Thursday. Before uh, before this. Yeah, before, well, yeah, before Super Bowl. Of, Let's Scott, of Scott will give a Super Bowl games. pick in that. Okay. Yeah, that'll be good. All right, we got to get that towel story in there. All right, anything else, God, baby face? You got something else? Oh, actually, I don't know. She, Angie might call the wedding off once she hears the towel story. I don't know. <laughs> That's so. true. That's true. Joel, do you know the towel? Joel, you don't know the towel story, do you? Uh, no, I'm I'm very interested, wow. and uh, I feel like we need odds. We that might be a gold cap that Brother Bry can win is a uh, a hairy wedding contest. Prop. Yeah. Oh. Uh, or an engagement prop. We might need to do Let's that. Let's just say <laughs> Scott should win a brown hat cap for uh for the towel story. But I'm I'm gonna uh we'll uh we'll leave that for next week. Uh all right, that'll do it. Another episode of Against All Odds for spaghetti and meatballs for babyface Joel Solomon and the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, na, na.